for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 299 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And, buddy, we're one week away from our six-year anniversary and episode 300 of the podcast. 300. Man. That's a lot of episodes. Shit, it went by quick. Like, it's crazy. Like... How long were we able to record in person for? For about a year, right? That's what it feels like. Yeah, about a year, year and a half. Man, it does not feel like that long since you moved from Birmingham. Yeah, right? And Granted, four year, it's been over four I years. No, I know, dude. And, well, you know, the last 14 months kind of have felt like we've been stuck in the negative zone. So, <clears throat> But still... Uh, anyways, guys, important information about next week, about episode 300. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Will and I will be doing a live stream for episode 300. Did I say 400? Three, you said 300. Okay. We'll be doing a uh, live stream for episode 300. Uh, and you'll be able to access that on our Twitter or Twitch and our Instagram, I believe. At least Twitch. Not Instagram. Shoo, sheesh. You'll be able to access that on our Twitch and our YouTube channel, right? You can find our YouTube channel in the show notes. You can search Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast on YouTube. Um, and our Twitch is Blue Harvest Pod. Uh, we're going to be doing that next Thursday, May the 6th. At 9.30-ish Central, uh, which is 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern. And peace and love, if you are in another time zone beyond those three, I'm too dumb to do the math and figure it out. So, we hope to see you there. Understand it if you're not. <laughs> It'll be recorded on Twitch if uh, oh, well, make it. Well, we'll also be releasing it on the normal podcast feed. So that, right. the, you know, you won't only be able to access 
<laughs> it during the actual live stream. If you can't make it during the live stream, no big deal. It will be archived on our Twitch channel and on the YouTube channel if you want to see the video version. And if you just want to listen to it through audio, like usual, that'll be... you don't want to look at my dumpy face. Oh, uh, bruh. That's perfectly understandable. Me, if, if you're dumpy, then I'm Tweedle Dumpy. Dumpy and Tweedle... Anyways, bad joke. Uh, <laughs> tank that joke. Um, how's your week been, buddy? Um, it's been all right. Can't complain. Buddy, I don't know how it happened, but I royally fucked up my back this week. Are you serious? Yeah, I've been struggling, man. Did you try and, to pick something up? Okay, look, that's the thing. If I was here to tell you, like, oh, I was moving some heavy shit or... Oh, just doing a little taekwondo in the, the living room and I tweaked my back. Bro, it just happened in the shower with no warning on Sunday. I was just taking a shower and all of a sudden I was like, huh, that feels a little weird. Oh, that feels really weird. And then I've been struggling with it all week. So the, what what tweaked my back was watching my fucking disgusting body on a Sunday morning. Well, it's a good thing you were watching it. I don't even have a fucking cool story to tell about it. And then be like... Is it... Uh, you think it's like uh, like spinal alignment? Or you think you pulled a muscle? I think it's a muscle. It's in a very specific... It's on a, a one side of my lower back in a very specific place. And it feels like a muscle thing. So I hate those times when you like pull a muscle in your back and like... You're more or less fine, but all of a sudden you hit this one range of motion and it like takes your breath away like for that one second. Buddy, then... that's what it's been all week. It's it's slightly gotten better. So it wasn't the worst it's ever been on Sunday night. Monday morning I got up and went to the courthouse, getting my chair in and out of the car, you know, getting in and out of the courthouse and stuff. That tweaked it pretty bad. And so it was actually worse on Monday and then Tuesday. And since then, I've been trying to take it easy. And it's been getting a little better, but it hasn't been doing making great strides. All right. So enough about the bad back. That's what I'm calling it. Out on Disney Plus, May the 4th. It's just the bad two, back. Yeah, it's just two hours of me puttering around the house going, oh, shit, it hurts. Taking ibuprofen and shit. Um, hey guys, if you uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. Um, check out all our other links that are shown in our show notes. You have our T Public store, our YouTube channel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We have a Patreon where you can sign up and for as little as three dollars a month get access to all of the bonus podcasts that we post on the Patreon feed. Uh, including Star Wars Year by Podcast, which I do with our buddy Steel. We just did a new episode, and it will be out on May the 4th. So there you go. we got a little May the 4th treat for you guys coming. You'll be able to see that uh, on the Patreon feed and also, I believe, on YouTube. I think he's going to put the video version up on YouTube, so check that out. Um, that's patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast. If you are interested, big shout out to all our patrons. You guys are the best. Um, and also this coming Monday, May the 3rd, if you will, 
I believe I will be featured on the latest episode of the Rogue Rebels podcast with our buddy Sal Perales, talking nice. some Bounty Hunter comics. So, I mean, you should be listening to that show anyway as it is, but if you haven't checked it out yet, swing on by. Tell them your buddy Halls from Blue Harvest sent you. Here's a new reason to check it out. There you go. <sighs> buddy, let me ask you something. Let's say, all right, let's let's dive into the world of the hypothetical. Let's say oh. you wake up one night and you go to the fridge and you notice the little guy that lives in your fridge, he ain't there. You're like, oh, that's weird. You know, all the ha- all the lights are off. He's just not in the house. He's just not in your fridge. Next morning, you come out, and the little guy that lives in your fridge is sleeping in his little bed. He's dirty. Looks like he's been, you know, digging in the dirt. Um, there's some nondescript things under sheets. Maybe a dirty shovel in the corner. And then as the weeks progress, you notice he's like, got a new construction project going on you know there's like a table and some like tesla coils and you know just some scientific looking equipment but every night he's he's gone and the next morning you come out and he's dirty he's passed out in his bed and there's more like things under sheets and one night you come out and it's a stormy night that's what wakes you up real bad the thunderstorm right and you look in your fridge, and the little guy that lives in your fridge, turns out what he's been doing is he's been robbing graves and stealing body parts and stitching together some sort of man-like creature. He's got them laid out on this table, mm. right? And then lightning hits your fridge. Frankenstein, if you will. Yeah, lightning hits your fridge, and uh, the guy comes to life. He's green. He's got bolts in his neck for some reason, a flat top. What do you do? Oh, I probably just bolt up the refrigerator <laughs> and like Sell drop it. it off in the ocean. So, you gonna do that? That's a little, little, little man Frankenstein, little guy Frankenstein, and little guy Frankenstein's monster. Probably. Yep. Man, I got to tell you, you're really missing out on the opportunity for when friends come by say like i come by to visit and i'm like the opportunity to have be a little person transplanted into the big body finally at the end of the movie well i i come in and i'm like hey wait a second there's a little frankenstein in your fridge and then you have that that opportunity that everybody loves to tank where you go um actually that's a little frankenstein's monster <laughs> that's technically what he's called technically He's not Frankenstein. Not Frankenstein, Frankenstein is the doctor who creates him. <clears throat> is that like some people's favorite thing to say? I don't know if it's their favorite thing to say, but you, I've heard it from time to time. In the circles I travel <laughs> in. <clears throat> and Hawes being like, yeah, you know what I meant. It's a Frankenstein. You know what I meant. You know what I meant, Will. Monster. Sorry, Mary Shelley, you know what I meant. Um, okay, so uh, you know May the Fourth is next week, right? Big, big, big Star Wars Day. Be interested to see if there's anything uh, sort of news related to happens. Obviously, the Bad Batch is premiering. That's awesome. It's have to be something. You know, yeah, some you would punch. think there's not always. It, it doesn't always happen. 
I think last year they might have announced that Leslie Headland was working on something, which you know turned out to be the Alkalite. And I believe also it was the first um, time that it was mentioned uh, that Taika Waititi was working on a Star Wars movie. So we did get a little bit of Star Wars news. You know, nothing, I mean, big stuff, but not super specific at the time. Um, so, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people wondering, like, oh, will there be any uh, stuff on May the 4th? Well, one thing you can always count on on May the 4th are video game discounts. And that's what's going on big time. Uh, I, I think it might already be live, but if not, it will be by May the 4th. So, if there is a missing video game in your Star Wars video game collection, especially digitally, um, uh, that will be the time. It, pretty much any Star Wars game, be it on Steam or good old games or the Xbox Store, or the PlayStation Store, etc., etc., will be on deep, deep discount next week. So, uh, if you've... Deep. Deep. <laughs> If you've been wanting to check it out, <laughs> yeah. The time. If you have or if, if you have video, if you have a video game console, now's the time. Now's the time. Um, and one of those games that's going to be on sale is Jedi Fallen Order, the uh, respawn slash EA joint with old Cal Kestis. And the crew, well, today, along with the announcement of all these video game sales, they announced that there's going to be a next-gen upgrade for Jedi Fallen Order coming out this summer. So basically, if you own Jedi Fallen Order, you will be able to get a free next-gen, new-gen, whatever you want to call it, upgrade for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X or S. Um, and they didn't really go into a lot of detail about what these next gen versions are going to entail. Um, they mm -hmm. just said technical upgrades. I'm sure we'll find out more about that, but I imagine, you know, if it's anything like some of the other games that have done next gen upgrades, you'll see, you know, increased resolution, maybe better lighting, better frame rates, things like that. You're, you know, you're not going to boot up. If you have one of the new consoles, you're not going to boot up uh, Jedi Fallen Order and be like, oh my god, it looks like a completely new game. Yeah. But it'll yeah. look a little nicer. You know what I mean? Right. So, that's cool. Um, I would have been more excited if they just announced a whole new video game, but, you know, patience and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you know, video games is an exercise in patience. It is. It is. Sometimes, and most it's of the time, hobby. yeah, most of the time in the waiting for said video game, and, and then sometimes in the actual playing of said video game. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but, you know, I thought that was a neat thing. It's weird. I kind of felt like there was a bit of a performance upgrade for that game already, at least on series X, if not, um, PlayStation five as well. But this right. seems like it's going to be a little more than that. <clears throat> um, it just sucks. Like I did absolutely everything there was to do in that game. That doesn't mean I can't go and revisit it, but 
kind of feel like maybe I should have saved a little something. Not that I could have predicted this would have happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. But you regardless, can't those kind of things. Um. There's also I don't know. So there's been some sort of weird video game rumors mm-hmm. rolling around. Uh, and I don't necessarily like to talk about those unless it's from a source that I know like is fairly consistent and reliable. And to be completely honest, I'm not aware of a lot of those when it comes to video games. Like, you know, I talk about Jason Schreier from time to time and he is quite reliable when it comes to this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But two things have been going around. I want to say the last couple of weeks. Uh, and one of those have been some rumors about Battlefront 3 and perhaps Coruscant being a map on Battlefront 3. Okay. And also uh, the ability to go from space combat to ground combat seamlessly. Yeah. Has been the other rumor going around. And I tried to track down the source of this or anything like that and... I'm just throwing this in here because we're talking about them. I would not necessarily take it super seriously. Uh, as of right now, at least. Okay, well, that's a bit of wisdom. Yeah, and it it seems like the whole... Like, the space... Going from space combat to ground combat seamlessly in a Battlefront game is, is something that, you know, you constantly hear people talk about. I'm sure we've talked about it's it. It's the holy grail of right. this guy this game right so basically what i'm trying to say is if you were gonna make up you know quote unquote battlefront three leaks i kind of feel like that would be one of the things you included you know Mm -hmm. um but we'll see i mean time will tell as far as that's concerned and then the other one that was going around is supposedly there's some sort of Mandalorian game in the works. Really? Now, you could look at this in one of two ways. Once again, I couldn't really establish a firm source from this for this information. So, if you're listening to this and this sounds like something you really want, like temper your expectations until we know more. Because there's not a lot out there and who knows where it even came from. Once again, if you were going to fake Star Wars video game leaks, like to me, one of the easiest things you could do to get attention would be like, hey, you know that show that everybody loves and talks about? They're making a video game based off of that. That's going to get immediate attention, right? Right. But on the other hand, if you wanted to make a video game that would get a lot of attention, why wouldn't you do something based uh, around The Mandalorian, right? Makes a ton of sense. It um, does. It's one of those things that you imagine would have to happen sooner rather than later. So, that's just... I just wanted to throw those two things out there because I'd seen them floating around. I had a couple people actually ask me about both of them. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I don't have much more to offer than what I'm saying here tonight. It's just two things that are are going around there seem pretty interesting. Might be a thing. Might be people might fucking not. around on Reddit, you know? Yep, because that happens. 
<laughs> it does. It does. And it really happens in the world of video game leaks, man. So, um, there was, however, something kind of interesting that came out um, today. As far as I know, this is when it came out today. Um, so, Scott Fisher, who just won best, this comes from Discussing Film on Twitter, who just won best VFX at the Oscars for his work on Tenant. King Tom's favorite movie that isn't a Star Wars movie, will next work on the VFX for The Book of Boba Fett. So, that is neat. That's neat. I mean, I haven't seen Tenet. Uh, I know, like I said, I know King Tom loves it. Like, I think if you guys really like King Tom, which how could you not, you should check out his podcast, Tenet Cast with King Tom, where he, um, he takes the movie and discusses it in 20 second increments so like the podcast episodes aren't 20 seconds but he watches 20 seconds of the movie and discusses each 20 seconds in like minute detail that's profound so tenant cast with king tom chansky <clears throat> i recommend it and i think you guys will enjoy it is because you know king tom's best indeed um so we have a Oscar winner for best VFX working on the visual effects for Book of Boba Fett. That can only be good. Oh, man, I want that show now, man. It's my Boba and I need it now. <laughs> Is that the MTV uh, commercial? Dude, do you remember speaking of commercials, do you remember the um they used to play this commercial all the time on Adult Swim. And it was a lady singing about how she didn't go to college. So she needed... It was Education yeah. Connection. Yeah, yeah, oh I remember. My God. I used to have that fucking Education Connection song stuck in my head all the time from staying up late watching Adult Swim. I, for me, it's the J.G. Whitmer. I have a structured settlement, and I need, need cash, cash now. <laughs> oh, oh, I man. hate that one. Someone sold their soul to the devil to make that one as catchy as it is. Oh, because there's no reason. It come on, be Will. Oh, hold on. Gave me an Let me. I gotta wait for this ad to end. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, listen to this jam and tell me it doesn't transport you back in time to like. Oh, I'm sure it's 2002. Like, dude, no, dude. This was when we were living together. So this oh. would be 2008, 9, 10. You know what I mean? Like, listen yeah. to this. Ah, ah. 
you you remember that, right? Oh, dude, I could probably sing along with that. Oh my god. And it always there made me that. wonder like why that commercial played so much during Adult Swim late at night. Right at right at that age group. And I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh." Like it clicked one day. It was like, "Oh." It's because the people that are st- they think that the people that are staying up late watching Adult Swim at two in the morning are a bunch of stoners that didn't go to or didn't, didn't finish, finish college. college. Yeah. And I was like, well, they nailed that one, I guess. <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh, man. Fuck you, Education Connection. <laughs> and your judgy eyes with yeah. your judgment. I went on the internet and found Education Connection. Um, okay, one more thing. Uh, do you know who Matt Lanter is, buddy? Uh, I can't say that I do right off the top of my head. Matt Matt Lanter is the voice actor who um, was Anakin in the Clone Wars series. Okay, yes, now I do. And uh, this comes from Entertainment Weekly. Um. This is what he had to say. There's some new Lucasfilm animation going on. I've been a part of some things I can't talk about yet. You'll see Anakin again, Lanter promises. I never quite put Anakin down, whether I'm doing a video game or something new for Lucasfilm animation. So basically, he's just straight up saying that we're going to see Anakin as performed by Matt Lanter. Lanter in uh, some future Lucasfilm animation project. Now, that could be a number of things, right? Could that be some sort of Anakin appearance in the Bad Batch? Uh, Pre-Order 66? Maybe. Um, You could always go the hologram route or some sort of recording, I guess. Could it be... Maybe he appears in Visions in an episode of Star Wars Visions, the anime. Um... Star Wars thing that they're doing. It could be that. Could it be... And I know, like, the big thing everybody jumped to immediately with this one was like, oh, are they going back and doing some of the unfinished episodes of Clone Wars? Could be, I guess. I thought that fucking show was dead once already, and it got brought back from the dead, like sure the little did. guy little guy in Will's fridge. So, um, it could Before be I any of these things. Yeah. That is quite a different ending to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Good luck. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, uh, I, I'll i be interested to see what this turns out to be. Uh, I kind of feel like, you know, the most likely would be maybe some sort of Anakin appearance or Anakin-centered episode in Visions. Um, oh, right. Or, like I said, maybe a brief appearance in Bad Batch. But, you know, who knows? It could be a, a whole new slate of Clone Wars episodes. I doubt it would... I have a feeling if they were to revisit Clone Wars, it would be in sort of like special special presentation. Like, you know, take an arc and finish it and put that out as like a Disney Plus animated movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
instead of us getting full seasons or something. But regardless, that would be cool as well. <coughs> so, um, home, old buddies coming back at some point. And we'll just have to ha cha 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 cha. Uh, but I think that about does it, buddy. Have you have you had any uh, had any Star Wars news encounters on your news feed? No, not that I can say. Yeah, there's this whole thing about. I did. Uh, okay, my mom it. brought a box of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of boxes of stuff from. Uh, she's they're getting rid of the house and they're getting an RV and they're gonna you know travel the the u.s for guys retirement and so uh mom brought me i told her i was like look i'll take mine and john luke stuff you know just get it off your hands and so i got some swords from you know from my sword collection oh boy and, uh i got a bunch of old toys like old toys like some power rangers a turbo man uh my original sega genesis and the games um and some star wars toys and one of these was like a, a Boba Boba the Fett Pez dispenser. Nice. And I just I was thought about you and I was like, oh, that's legit because that's like from when I was a kid. So it's at least the '90s, you know. Man, sounds like you hit the mother load. When you say Turbo Man, do you mean Turbo Man like in fucking Jingle All the Way? Jingle All the Way. Yep, yep, that's what I mean. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Right on, buddy. Uh that's cool. Pokemon cards. I have all my brother's Pokemon cards. Bruh. <laughs> There's probably some money in them there hills, dude. Did you know? Do you know how crazy the collectible card market is right now? Honestly, anything collectible is crazy right now. Not just cards, figures, video games. Anything people like to collect has seen massive price increases over the last year i guess it's because people are stuck at home with mm-hmm. nothing to do but yep head on their precious collections <laughs> yeah and and for you know like the one to me personally that makes the most sense is the video game stuff because like you're stuck at home you're looking for something In to movies, do yeah yeah maybe you're not the most up-to-date gamer but you're like man you know what i had a lot of fun Doing playing Sega Genesis back in the day. So you want to go and grab a Genesis and four or five games that you used to play back in the day. So yeah, man, those Pokemon cards, there's probably some some cash to be made from those. Yeah, I mean I'm not suggesting my brother because no, 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 I no, feel not, terrible. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not suggesting pawning his Pokemon cards <laughs> off. I'm not suggesting like, bro, it was too tasty. It was too tasty a treat. I'm you know, not suggesting. I had to hawk I'm not suggesting you sell John Luke's Pokemon cards, but when you give them to John Luke, maybe say, "Hey, dude, look these up." You might want to look these up because there could be some some money in this cardboard. That's more what I was saying. I would, come on, man. That would be fucking rude of me to be like, "Oh, you got your brother's shit? Go sell it." I'm gonna title this episode. Will's uh Will's selling his brother's shit. Hopefully not. No. <laughs> not really. There's a, um an old video game machine in there called an Odyssey. Yeah, Magnavox the, Odyssey? Yeah, yeah. 
Magnavox Odyssey. That thing might actually be... Magnavox Odyssey. I'm going to sound like a real dummy if I get this wrong. But I think that, yeah, that's the first commercial home video game console. It's crazy old looking. Yeah. That's, dude, that is video game history right there. The first commercially available home video game console. That's awesome, dude. Thanks, my man. <clears throat> man, that you want to talk about something feeling dated. Try to hook that thing up and play it. The Magnavox Odyssey. Yeah, right. Like, I don't even, like, cable doesn't go directly into the TVs anymore. You'd have to have, like, a converter. Yeah, I'm sure it's through, what is it, RF adapter? I'm sure. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how you hook up a video game. I'm sure there are converter, converters, RF, to, to other formats or whatever. All right. Well, you want to do some voicemails? Some yes, emails? please. I would like to reiterate one more time that I was not encouraging Will to sell his brother's Pokemon cards. Don't make me look it up. It'll be too good opportunity. <laughs> I sold a Ditto! He's got this giant Pokeball, and it's got these two golden-pressed Pokemon cards in them. And I'm like, damn. Man. All right, let's uh, let's see what we got going on as far as voicemails and emails go. Kia D, Kia D, Kia D, Cockhead, the only Jedi Master who can crash box. Kia D, Cockhead, running around slaying bitches with his cockhead. He's a big Syrian stud. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Kia D. Cockhead to stroke his cone and suck on his balls. Kitty, cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be plumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead, Blue Herb, cockhead, Hansberger, cockhead, Will Win, cockhead, Goose Paint, cockhead, G Money, cockhead, King Tom, cockhead. All righty, we will start off with our buddy Jacob. Jacob has a voicemail for us. Let's hear what he has to say. Uh, practicing my yodeling um, this is Jake from Nebraska and I've just got a little short question for you so uh, everyone's favorite Wookiee Chewbacca um, he's looked a little different over the years and which Star Wars movie um, is your favorite Chewbacca costume as well as uh, what is your favorite Chewbacca moment out of all the movies as well thank you very much guys and uh, thank you for the great podcast, as always. Check you later. Bro, he, he, he opened that shit up with yodeling. Knock, knock. 
Who's there? Little old lady. Little old lady who? I didn't know you could yodel. You're good. Bruh. I'm not like the arbiter of jokes or anything. I'm not here to tell you when you made a bad joke maybe two or three times in a row, but that uh, that was real good, buddy. Knock, knock. <clears throat> Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Don't cry. It's just a joke. Man, you are bringing the powerful comedy here in the second half of the show, buddy. Damn. It's the dad jokes. I'm having to stifle. La- the only reason I'm not like hardcore belly laughing is because I'm afraid it would hurt my back. You know, my back's hurting. My I'm not kid ch- goes, Dad, tell funny jokes. <laughs> and, like, oh. and then he's like, no, tell more. And I'm like, oh, we got to dig deeper. Knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, banana. Banana who? I don't I don't know the end of this joke, buddy. Were you Oh oh well you don't know this joke. Is it orange orange you glad I didn't say banana? Yeah, you gotta do banana a bunch and then you can say orange you glad I didn't say banana again. Yeah, but buddy, you were doing both sides of the joke just there. Like you did knock knock, who's there, banana. Yeah, but because I figured everybody knew the banana. Oh, I see. Joke. Oh, I see. I, it was an example. I wasn't going to. Oh, okay. So you weren't going to execute this finely crafted joke. No, oh, no. I see. I see. I see. That's, that's bedrock. That's uh, that's when you get to, uh, I've got nothing. I've got nothing left. That's like <laughs> when uh, why the chicken crossed the road to get to the other side, of course. You know, like, man. That's when, that's when you're digging deep. So, what's your favorite Chewbacca look? My favorite Chewbacca look is uh, there's something about um, Empire Strikes Back Chewbacca. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was. I think it's something the bangs about the quaff of the hair. Yeah, the He's... way his hair styled. Return of the Jedi's Chewbacca is handsome too. Is the second, but uh, he looks best in Empire. Yeah, man, he he did something with his hairdo. Like he's got bangs, and he has so, the right amount of gel versus yeah you know, blow dryer. Um, so favorite Chewbacca moments. There's so many of them. Like I love it when he's laughing. When me you too. can tell he's laughing, he's like, "Laugh it up, fuzzball." I like that. I like when he um he puts his arms or his hands behind his head after. C-3PO's are like, or C-3PO, C-3PO's like, or who, ah, fuck. How uh, Han Solo's uh, like, Wookiees have been known to tear people's arms out of their that. sockets. Um, I like that moment. I really like in um, Return of the Jedi when Han comes into the, like, the prison cell and Chewie mm-hmm. starts hugging him and stuff. He's like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Um... I like in the force. Is it the Force Awakens where he's telling the nurse about how brave? They oh are? yeah, she's like, and you were really brave, and he's like, "Yep, sure was, sure was." Love that part. Love that part. Um, you know what my least favorite Chewbacca look is? What's that? Revenge of the Sith. He just I doesn't look it. right. Something just I looks off about that version of Chewie. You know what I really like. <laughs> I like the um, solo. 
I like Solo Chewie. Mm-hmm. Like he looks young. He looks different enough. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like he looks different enough that he doesn't look like a different person. You know? But still looks like Chewie. Like I like right. his like uh, during the train heist when he's got his little Wookie goggles on. Yeah, hell yeah. I like that a lot. Um, man, uh, you know, everybody get ready to drop trow and take a dump because I'm about to bring up your favorite Star Wars movie. But in Rise of Skywalker, when they show back up at the base and find out that Leia has died and Chewie has that reaction, yeah, like, really that is, but it's so good. Like, it's sad, but it's so well done. I don't want to say good. Good sounds kind of fucked up. Be like, that's a, that's a real good part. I really like it's that part. A emotional reaction. Yeah. Um, that's a good chewy moment. Um, yeah. So many. When he, when he doesn't eat the pork, when he clearly <laughs> had intended to do it. Yeah. Roasted it to perfection. Man. Do you think he sous vide that pork first? I doubt it. I think that one went right on the stick. I think he got plucked good. Man, he he has got some grilling over an open fire skills if he was able to get that porg in that in that condition just on a stick over an open flame. You know what I mean? I Every, mean, yeah. He's a Wookiee. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. <clears throat> All right. To me, a Wookiee is a master hunter of the forest. Right, a master hunter, but that doesn't necessarily mean master chef right like i don't know i wouldn't want to tumble with his cooking over an open fire skills yeah. i wouldn't be going to be like oh campfire cook off versus chewy i don't know that i would really want to challenge chewy in anything like yeah, i'm right? decent at street fighter and if i found out that chewy liked to play street fighter like i'd probably just let him beat me yeah because he'd rip your arms out of your socks yeah even well, without that like i don't know man like i just don't feel like i have any desire to step to the mighty Chewbacca when it comes to anything. One good slap in the face and one of those paws and nobody else will either. Yeah, right? Um, Alright, so next up, we ha- you okay, buddy? It sounded like Chewie just slapped you in the face. Yeah, right. Um, next up, we have a voicemail from Jim and Jim explained that this is a voicemail in two parts. Um, so let's listen to the first one. I don't, I don't really know what to expect here. And he was like, if you think it's a dumb idea, uh, don't worry about it. But like Jim's listened to every episode of the show. He knows I'm down with dumb ideas. So let's, let's see what's going on. I don't know what to expect here. This is Marshmallow. But you can call me the ear. I have been listening for quite some time to the chaos that has been going on on Twitter and YouTube. But when I listen to your podcast and hear the harmony and peace that you are trying to instill well I can simply not stand by you may notice some interruptions in your podcast 
until I see a change, you will continue to have these emergencies. Especially if someone hits the rewind 30 seconds button a whole bunch and then someone else comes cruising in at 2x speed, you may run into some trouble. But for now, I'll be keeping my ear on you. Bro, I think I fucked up by revealing that this was Jim. Like, Jim went hard in the... Werner fu- Herzog? No, dude. Okay, so first off, what Jim is doing here, and there's there's a second ex, uh, uh, voicemail called Explanation, so I might be fucking this all up by not playing that immediately, but what Jim is doing here is a take on the main villain from the High Republic stuff, Martian Rowe, and dude, he's nailing the impression from the audiobook. Like nailing it that is exactly what Martian Rowe sounds like in the audiobook oh my goodness minus all the traffic in the background <clears throat> so that's what he's doing a take on and he's nailing it I have to say now let's listen to the explanation voicemail hey homie I had this uh, weird idea to send in a voicemail sounding like Martian Rowe and uh, it would require your your help, uh, your participation or whatever. Um, the idea is that Marjian is going to be fucking with with Blue Harvest. Oh shit! And, I am uh, fucking this all making, up. Like pretty much what you would have to do is like play three seconds or four seconds of uh, of geek dudes or bad motivators you know once or twice lead up before you get to voicemails and shit and you'd be like what the fuck was that why i have no idea why that happened and then uh you know you don't even need to tell will and then when you get to the voicemail it makes sense uh but it's a little cheesy i mean maybe you think it's dumb and uh, you know i had this idea for a while and i just this is the best i could think of to maybe do it and if you don't want to uh, you are not hurting my feelings. I just thought it was a kooky little fun thing. Uh, let me know. All right, see. Oh. <laughs> well, it was certainly goofy and fun. Well, I sure did fuck this all up. Who has two thumbs and fucked this all up? This guy right here. Oh, Jim. Buddy, I surely must have misread your message to me about this. He owes you one, basically. Um, Look, peace and love. We're just going to let this fly. We're just going to let everybody hear what a dumbass I am. Who am I to, to not let myself look dumb in front of quite a few listeners? You know? Man, it Jim. It wouldn't be being authentic. I didn't see what happened was that I didn't realize like I thought what he meant was play the first voicemail like and then an explanation of it and then play the explanation of it right I didn't realize what I was supposed to do listen to the explanation because I don't listen to or read any of the emails beforehand like I like to do it on the fly right (coughs) hasn't always paid off the best but 
Sometimes um, it pays off real well. Sometimes it pays off real well. We'll say this time, maybe not one of the times it's paid off the best. And uh, I'm real sorry about that, buddy. Now, I'm also, look, once again, if, if I'm just going to be sitting here parading my dumbassery to our entire audience, I'm also going to tell you that, um, you know, we're rounding the, round, uh, coming around midnight tonight. I like to have this episode done shortly after Will and I recorded. I ain't going back in and adding in other podcasts. <laughs> this short notice. If I had done the correct thing and listened to the voicemail, yeah, I would have gone and pulled some clips from our podcast friends, tossed them in there for some shenanigans. Yeah, I'm all about shenanigans. But at this late hour in the game, phew, I I am sure sorry. There's two things in your future. The end of this podcast and bed. Yeah, there, well, two th- there's three things. The end of the podcast, editing and putting together the podcast, which like I said, I always like to do. I like to have it done and ready. One less thing for me to worry about on a Friday. And then, um, and then you're right. Fucking bed, my dude. Oh, well, speaking of bed. So, you know, my birthday was last month, right? It was, yeah. And Jesse got me, you know, birthday presents. And she said, look, I'm getting you a birthday present that's a sort of a joke. And I was like, okay. Ten years in, gag gifts are on the table. All right. Good to know. Good to know. And she says, you're going to, it's an embarrassing present, but I think it's funny. And... I'll, um, it's going to be late because it's coming from Japan. I was like, okay, no problem. And then my birthday rolls around and one of the presents she gives me is a new body pillow. Cause I sleep with a body pillow. Oh, slide, slide sleeper. And I was like, oh, awesome. I need one of these. And she gets this real devilish look on her face and she goes, yeah, I know you've been needing a new one. Now you probably don't want to use that one until your new cover comes in did she get you a waifu she got me an anime lady body pillow nice so i'm gonna any specific one oh i'm gonna send you a picture you'll know who it is immediately i'm sure um and and like immediately when she said that i knew what was happening um so I just sent you a picture of it. Ain't nothing wrong with a waifu pillow. <laughs> well, yeah, just a uh, mental look at that pillow and have a nice mental image of me all cuddled up to that in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. Do you want to tell the audience who it is? It's Tifa from it's Final Tifa Fantasy. From Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, and I. If I had thought hard enough about it, I would have known that's what it was because, you know, I, I recently played the Final Fantasy. She looks normal, though, right? Like, it's not some super slave. No, she actually told me. Boobs. It she, looks Tifa accurate. She actually told me that the hardest part of ordering one for me was finding one that wasn't super graphic. Right. And right. she was like, I was embarrassed. <laughs> looking through all the different listings. She's like, there are some dirty ones out there. And I was like, yeah. Do you not understand what the point of one of these things is? She <laughs> she didn't realize. 
It's a huge, it's like a, it's a hump pillow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I was saying, I should have known if I had thought about it more when she told me like, oh, you shouldn't use this till your cover comes in. I should have been able to guess because the entire time I was playing um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, she's she's taking little jabs at me right she's like oh you hanging out with your anime girlfriend tifa oh oh who who, what do you do oh you got tifa in your party i see of course that's your anime girlfriend i'm just making all these jokes about it right hardy har yeah and then so the the night it comes in right Mm -hmm. i put it on the new body pillow and i'm like haha that's funny (laughs) hey hey funny 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 joke and I and she's like, um, I have to stay at work. I have to stay up real late and work that night, right? And before she goes to bed, she's like, I'm sorry, you have to stay up late. And I'm like, Yeah, it's all right. And she goes, Well, just think about it. When you get in bed, you can cuddle up with your sexy anime lady, right? Cut to about four or five hours later, three o'clock in the morning. I go into our bedroom, and Jesse has Tifa in a death hold in oh bed. Goodness. She's oh the goodness. one cuddling the sexy anime lady. Oh my goodness! That's why. That's why it got got. Yeah. Now I see what's going on here. It's one of those classic. Here's a present for you that I really want. Yep, that's it. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Jim. You see this? Like I fucked up your whole idea, and then what do I do? I embarrass myself on the show by like because I could easily just go in and cut that out and not make myself look like a dumbass. But no, I leave that in, and then what do I do? I put another embarrassing moment on the altar, and I say, here, here, I'm sorry. It's an embarrassment sandwich. Yes, and I'm the meat in the embarrassment sandwich. You're the meat in all of my sandwiches. All right, next up we have a, <laughs> <laughs> next up we have a voicemail from, or not a voicemail, we have an email. Move it on emails from Utah. 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 Utah, Utah, Dougie, Dougie, he wants us to, he says, give me an over and under 50%. We will see the following in the Kenobi series. If over 50%, how would you like to see it? Okay. You ready? Vader versus Kenobi. Over. Uh, That's over 50. That's a hundred percent considering they have basically in, in the promotional stuff said it's the rematch of the century. So, um, how would I like to see it? I don't know. In a way that doesn't mess with the other movies too much, I guess. is the only thing I can think of. Um, but I would think it would be cool to see them face off. <clears throat> um, young Luke. Way over 50. We will see yeah. young Luke. Maybe yeah. not for much, but young Luke will make some sort of appearance. Uh, young Leia. Mm, under. I kind of say under too. I just unless I don't think she's part of this story. Yeah, and it, once again, unless it's in like an extremely limited cameo capacity, if like Obi Wan, Bobby Brown. I think it, I don't think Leia would even be that old yet. But like, if um, <laughs> let's say Obi Wan contacts Bail Organa. Like, maybe you could see there being some sort of cameo from young Leia. But I still think it's probably under 50%. Um, An Inquisitor battle with Obi-Wan. 
That's possible. Over? I say right at 50. You yeah, know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm going to say under. Yeah. Um, order 66. I say over 50%. I think we'll see yeah. a flashback or something. I kind of feel like part of the story of this is going to be Obi-Wan dealing with his, like, with the guilt and stuff of everything that happened in the prequel trilogy. Um, Yoda on Tatooine, 0%. Obi-Wan on Dagobah. Well, what do you think? Do you think we'll see Yoda on Tatooine? No, not at all. Obi-Wan on Dagobah. I, once again, not I say all. 0%. Mustafar. I say 100%. Yeah. I say 100% we see Mustafar. And I kind of wonder if that's where the the rematch is going to be. Between Obi-Wan and, uh, and Vader. Um, that would be scary. Oh, Uncle Owen's badass fighting skills. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uncle Owen's badass fighting skills. Mm, under 50. Yeah, under. <clears throat> I don't think we'll necessarily... Um, I don't think he's going to fight anybody. Yeah. All right, thanks, Dougie. We got two more emails. Uh, next up, we got one from Mr. 100, Kobe. Hey, Halls and Will. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Friday. As you guys have probably realized by now, there are two things that I love in life. Star Wars and anime body pillows. No, music. So I thought I would combine the two for my question this week. Here is part one. So I'm going to give you a name and a list of characters, and I want you both to tell me what you think their favorite genre of earth music is and what artist you think there is their favorite. Um, it isn't a one-to-one pairing. There can be definitely more than one character that has the same music taste or likes the same artist. All right, here's the list. Um, Anakin Skywalker. Who do you? What kind of music or favorite artist? Um... Emo music favorite artist is Fallout Boy. Whoa. Whoa. Um Anakin. Um Mish. <laughs> really hit me. Yeah, I got woozy on that one. Um I don't know. Uh, let's move on. I'll try to think. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. What does she listen to? King Crimson. What is that? It's like prog rock. I don't know why. King Crimson just popped into my head. That'll work. Yeah, we'll say King Crimson. Luke Skywalker. Luke, what? Um, so, like CCR. Okay. So like classic rock? Classic rock. Yeah. He, I, I like to think that he listens to that Bad Company song, uh, Don't You Know That You Are a Shooting Star? Don't You Know? No, um, Yoda. Oh, Yoda listens to like... Um, 
like jungle jazz. Jungle jazz. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I'm just making. It's probably got some pan flute. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like, like reptile bongos. I kind of feel like maybe Yoda doesn't even have time for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, somebody, you ever met somebody and you're like, what kind of music you're like? And they're like, I don't know. I'm not really into music. Yoda seems so focused on Jedi stuff. I haven't encountered that. You haven't? Maybe. I No, someone that's just like, oh, I'm not into music. I've run into that a couple of times. Um, <laughs> Human, are you? <laughs> I am not aliens. I don't like the music. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sheev Palpatine. I imagine that, like, Sheev Palpatine, like, it's got to be something real fucked up. Like, I feel like he just has circus music playing in his head. 24 7 yikes you know what i mean like just some real psychotic shit going on in his brain or or it's just those sith acolytes singing um ray ray i don't know Ray's oh, no. listening to the Indiana Jones soundtrack. <laughs> I think Ray, like, Ray probably listen like, Ray is probably the one that listens to stuff, like, you, you've never heard of. You know what I mean? Like, you're hanging out with Ray. She's got her Spotify playlist. And you're like, what is this? And she's like, oh, it's so-and-so. Um, you know. What is Dancing with Giants? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She's into, like, indie stuff. That sells like five copies on SoundCloud. And it's good, but you just never heard of it before. Kylo Ren. Uh, uh, Music to kill your dad to. Rammstein. Oh, yeah, probably. Demu Borgir. <laughs> um, now, see this one. Now, this. Han... I see Han being more of like a CCR guy, right? Yeah, uh, maybe CCR. That's a to me. That's a little chill for Han. Han's like, uh, I don't know. Han's less Eagles, more Van Halen. Right. I could see Han being into like Van Halen, not Van Hagar. No, no, no. Everybody's got standards. Van Halen. Uh, Greedo, Nickelback. Mm. Um, yeah, Greedo listens to like Nickelback, you know, maybe some Godsmack. Uh, Captain Rex. Mm, System of a Down. Okay. That's what soldiers used to get pumped. <laughs> he listens to like soldier music. Maybe that would be Godsmack. You remember when they, they used to play Godsmack in the uh, army recruiting commercials? Yes. You'd be like, join the army. Don't, 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 don't. And be, become a man. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you had to create a hard rock slash metal slash rap rock group, kind of similar to Rage Against the Machine or Linkin Park, I think, you know what? I think what he's talking about here? New metal. Uh, with Star Wars characters, who would you choose? All right, we got to slot um, Star Wars characters into these positions. Who would be the rap vocalist? I'm saying for my group, 
Joe Yauza from Jabba's band in the special edition. You know what? That's who I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Get off my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, a singing vocalist. A singing vocalist? Like, so we have a rap vocalist, and then you need to have someone that handles the actual singing vocals. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the chicken Java's palace is the um, the first. Yeah, thing I, 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 he's kind of just helping us put together Java's band. <laughs> uh, I mean, like size that noodles. And the cantina. Like we haven't we haven't seen a lot of performers. Right, but I, you know, I think what he means is we can slot anybody. They don't have to necessarily have proven themselves to be musically inclined. Oh, dude, then the uh, Salacious Crumb is on drums. You want Salacious Crumb on drums? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um who all right who would be on guitars then guitars guitars mm. Mm. who would be on admiral akbar on guitars admiral akbar guitar yeah that's nar <laughs> <laughs> bass player Bass player. Mm. What's uh, what's uh, just do Bosk? Ooh, Bosk on bass. Bosk on bass. I can get down with that. I can totally get down with that. He slap at a bass. Okay, so you said um, uh, a salacious crumb on drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say for mine on drums, um, Slacious Crumb isn't a bad one for sure. I'm gonna I say, I'm gonna say, um, Babu Frick. Babu, I Babu Frick. Just imagine Babu Frick play drums. Just imagine the tiny little drum set the Babu Frick would have to use. That shit would be adorable. It would be. And then finally, uh, one synth slash keyboard slash turntable. Um, so somebody on, you know, like samples slash synthesizer keys, that sort of thing. We need the Daft Punk uh, replacement. I'm going to say IG-88. No, I'm going to say IG-11. Because you want a droid in the band? Yeah, the, I was going to, yeah. I mean, I was that's, instinctively, <laughs> I was going to put a droid on synth, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the cool droids. Um, I don't know. Chopper's pretty cool. Chopper on uh, keyboards would be pretty sick. He'd be real surly about it, too. What's the one with the helmet in the uh, resistance? The droid with the helmet. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what was his droid's name? Shit. I'm going to have to look this up. It's been so long since I've watched Let's say because we're going to get a flood of emails if I don't get this yeah, right. Yep, yep, yep. All I can think of is Chopper, but I know it's not Chopper. No, but it's it's like Chopper 4. Um, it's not CB23. That's the droid that's um, in... 
R1J. It says R1J5. Was it just R1? Bucket. Bucket was his Bucket. name. Bucket. That's his name. Oh Bucket. Oh, my That's God. Right. How could I not pull that? Bucket. I'm. You know what? I like your idea. I'm going to steal your idea and put Bucket on keyboards. I like Bucket. Uh, can you see the little head bobbing around? And the yeah. Little, like the little helmet bebopping around. Dropping, dropping sick beats. BB-8 would be cool. He'd be fresh. Um, all right, we got one more email, and then we will call it an evening. Uh, this is from our buddy Sam. Howdy, Halls and Will. I hope you both are enjoying this spring weather. After the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, no spoilers here, I've heard a lot of people making negative comments about political views in the show. It seems that Disney Plus is showing the many different angles of the real world. Also, there was a lot of backlash about the politics of The Last Jedi. How do you feel about these ideas? Do you think these are themes or causes that should be brought up or covered by future projects? Star Wars was such a statement on the world at the time of its creation, and it's really nice to see modern projects finally acknowledge the diverse fandom that we all belong to. I love the excitement and great stories, but at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of the themes of the Clone Wars that I watched as a kid really helped for me as an adult. Thanks for all you do, and you both represent so many great parts of the fandom. Keep up the great work, fellas. Best wishes, Sam. Thanks, buddy. Um, buddy, I, you kind of nailed it for me. Like, I think to ignore those issues, which are issues of our day, is to ignore where we are. And I think telling stories with those kind of problems in them helps us understand, helps us wrap around our minds around the issues in the first place. And then gives us a springboard of how to solve potentially some of these issues. Because maybe we don't solve it how they do in these fantastical stories, but they can give us a way forward, an idea that's not defeatist. Yeah, and, like, he kind of nailed it when he said that, like, Star Wars was such a re reflection on its time, the time it was made in. And that yeah. goes for... Not just the original trilogy, but the prequel trilogy as well. That's, That's it's true. something that has always been part of Star Wars. And I don't know if people just like to ignore that so they can be fucking angry on the internet. Or if it's they were too stupid to notice or what. But it's always been part of Star Wars. This is nothing new. It is just more in line with the times we live in now. Right? Right. It's a much different world in 2021 than it was in 1977 and star wars and other pop culture things like he specifically brought up falcon and the winter soldier reflect that and for like people to be surprised or mad of the content in falcon and the winter soldier like my question is what did you expect yeah and what part made you mad because you know that's is that not the American dream? Like, is that not, is that not <laughs> what we're fighting for as a nation? A, uni a united nation? And like, it's, I think it's ridiculous. Like, not just Star Wars comics, Marvel comics, DC comics, they've always tackled these kind of issues. And it's just assholes wanting to be assholes. That's what I see a lot of it as. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and people say like, you know, the, a big thing you'll see is like, well, I, I consume this stuff as an escape. And that's fine. We all need escapes. Like, 
I think if anything, the last 14 months have, has taught us is like, you need something to go to, to escape the fucking horrors outdoors and in the world in general. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. I totally understand that. But the other thing is, is like, uh, not everything is just going to be how you want it. Exactly. And not everything is going to serve that purpose. Like there's plenty of star Wars stuff. There's plenty of Marvel stuff. There's plenty of DC stuff that you can consume. If you just want, uh, an escape, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then there's going to be other stuff that touches on these issues. And one of the things that's how it should be makes good cinema is when it's touching on relevant issues of the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the times those issues are timeless. Uh, right. So yeah, I just, I don't get it. Like it's gotten to the point where like, I just have to watch and appreciate what I watch and appreciate and, and ignore the people that just want to fucking, stir up shit and be assholes for the sake of being assholes. You know, that Um, line in the, I guess it's Batman begins, but, uh, when Alfred talks about how some men just want to watch the world burn. I think that's that's, very true. I think that's the second one, right? In that dark night. Talking about the Joker. Yeah. Says some men just want to watch the world burn. And like, that's very true. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I thought, you know, uh, the I thought the end, and, and we won't get into spoilers, obviously. Um, I thought the end of the Falcons Winter Soldier was really good. I was really yeah. impressed by uh, you know some of the story stuff and some of the stuff they did, and it was exactly where I expected it to go, given the subject matter, the the cast, and all those sort of things. It was not surprising to me at all. Not in the slightest. So. Um. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that. All right, buddy, that does it for us. We are officially on to episode 300 next week. Should be a good time. Yeah, and just to remind you guys, next week, 9.30 Central, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern, May the 6th, we will be live streaming our 300th episode. Uh, I know it's not May the 4th, which is, you know, technically our six-year anniversary. I figured there is going to be a lot of people doing live streams and special events on May the 4th. So I figured maybe we get away, move on a couple of days past that. So we're not necessarily competing with any of our friends or anything like that. So I feel like that's smart. Yeah, and also Thursdays are normal recording date. You know, sometimes or day we sometimes we do Wednesday if something comes up, but. Uh, otherwise we do Thursday. So that's what we're going to do. May's the, once again, May the 6th, 9.30 Central, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod or our, our, or our YouTube channel. <coughs> um, oh, one more thing. I meant to bring this up earlier. This is crazy to me. You know, today, the 29th, is the seventh anniversary of the announcement of the force awakens cast i did not realize that seven years ago today is when they released that black and white picture of the cast of the force awakens all sitting around at the script reading damn 
Um, so guys, if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show, and it makes us happy when we appreciate it. And if you enjoy our theme song, please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And until... They are kick-ass dudes, indeed. And until episode 300, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hals Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.